I'm Alessa. I'm Shania. We're sisters, entrepreneurs, industry disruptors, and co-owners of Oz & Co. Here to share our wins and failures in business and life. Thank you for tuning into Oz Unscripted. Привет. Привет. Episode two. Here we are. I'm uh, so excited for this one. I know. It's. Are you nervous? Because I'm totally going to interview you. A little bit. Okay. I feel like I'm in the hot seat, but I'm ready. Okay, so this episode, we're going to go dive into a little bit about what DSD is. It's the type of dentistry we do in our clinics. And um, Alyssa, you just completely, when you found out about DSD and learned more about it, I feel like your passion reawoke Mm -hmm. your fire Mm -hmm. in what you do. You've always been passionate about dentistry, but I think that... This got you so excited. So yeah. are you I think ready? everybody around me could tell. Yes, okay. I'm ready. Here's – I have my notes. Okay. Alyssa, what is DSD? Digital smile design. But it's more than just like a app. Um, it is an app that you can use within a practice, but it's also a whole company that is focused on – Designing a smile facially driven. So using our face, our facial features, the way we were designed, um, the way God has designed us, and it's utilizing our natural beauty mm-hmm. and designing a smile from there. But yes. it's also so much more because it's company, um, it's interdisciplinary treatment planning, which means that we get to look at that smile design from all aspects of dentistry. Mm -hmm. So it's really doing what's best for the patient in the most um, efficient way, in the most um, like harmonious way. It's a way to design smiles that takes into consideration different ways of getting to that same end goal. Mm -hmm. And really, it's a way also to communicate to the patient. Yeah. It is kind of like the future of dentistry though, right? Because it's so technology-driven. It's very technology-driven. We digitize the whole patient. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we not only take – you know, digital impressions, mm-hmm. scans, um, 3D x-rays, videos, photos. Um, we really do create – hey, Max. I know Max is walking this over This is here. very unscripted. That's... I yep. love this dog. Um, so we, we really do create this digital footprint or um, fingerprint of mm-hmm. that patient. Yeah. And from there, we're able to almost like copy and paste – in the way that we um, deliver the try-in smile, temporaries, and then finally the, the final product. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I you have been doing veneers, though, for a long time. Fun fact, I was her first veneer patient yes. ever. Actually, um, I've done them twice on you. You have. Because the first time, she, can we be real? And like, yes. The first time she did veneers on me, I said I wanted really white teeth. And being the and dentist. And I like them to look really natural. Yes. You're like, of course, you're a dentist. You want teeth to look natural. So she might have not been fully, only because I'm her sister. Full disclosure. Full yes. disclosure. She gave me what she thought should be my shade. <laughs> And then years later, she admitted to me that it really they wasn't. Could they could be whiter. So then we redid them. But that's yes. okay. It is a very big internal struggle as a dentist because I want all teeth to look so natural. White, 
yes. you know, beautiful. But some people want them really, really wide. Yeah. And that's okay. So you've been designing smiles mm-hmm. the, for a long time. Yes. So how did you stumble or find DSD? Yeah. I think I my path with aesthetic dentistry um, was really similar to most dentists and really the traditional way of taking impressions, doing the wax-ups. And I, I had moments of frustration. The artist in me, in my temporary phase, mm-hmm. uh, would always, you know, create the little nuances that would make those temporaries look very natural or they would flow with the face. And then somewhere along the line, you know, I'd send them to the lab and I, and I love the lab that I work with, but try to perfect them. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I realized that perfecting them too much actually made them look not as natural. And so a couple years back, I was at a conference for Invisalign um, in Vegas, and the closing speaker was Carla Soto. And she spoke on emotional dentistry. And you kind of accuse me of being really emotional. You are. Yes. And that spills over into my and dentistry. And that's okay. I don't think I accuse yeah. you. I just... It's the fa- it's, it's just the, the fact. Yes. yes. And that's okay. Yeah. So she presents this um, talk on emotional dentistry, and it happens to be DSD-driven. Um, and I remember just being so mesmerized. I was sitting in the front row, and I, after the... Um, closing ceremony, I ran up upstairs of the hotel room where Scott, my husband was, and I was just like crying because I felt like I stumbled upon something that I couldn't unsee and I couldn't unhear. And I literally told him, my next 10 years, I'm going to practice dentistry this way. And I had my little pamphlet. I signed up for that first class and for the residency. And that was, that was Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so why this type of dentistry? Because there's a lot of mm-hmm. different type of veneers. There's different ways of doing it. I mean, obviously, I don't have as much experience in the dental world as you. I'm kind of just learning. So what was it about that method that made you feel differently than other type of veneers or other yeah. type of cosmetic dentistry? I think there was a couple of factors to it. Obviously, the emotional side, like it's not about selling something to someone, but it's about hearing them, understanding them, connecting with them, and then to be able to communicate back. So the way that we even um, reveal to the patient their smile design, it's all done digitally with mm-hmm. video um, you know, through storytelling and we really try to connect with that patient. So I think that really resonated with me because I was already trying to do something similar with my patients. Um, but it really gave me this really powerful, um, tool to really organize Mm -hmm. everything that I was already doing. And then second was the actual technical uh, part of it. It's, very hard to duplicate over and over and over and over and have this um, result that is you can you can guarantee yeah. and being able to design something that looks good from any angle 
Because we're not, yeah. I always tell my patients, we're not just a selfie and we're not, you know, we're not just a still shot. Mm-hmm. We're very dynamic. We move around. People see us from every direction. Yeah. And so to design a smile that looks good on all um, from all angles and when form is right, then we function right. And so I love that part that we look at every single um, aspect of of dentistry in designing that smile. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I've been in some of the reveals Mm -hmm. that you've done. What do you think about them? I mean, I think it's most people think, again, you know, cosmetic dentistry or, you know, aesthetics or it's just all about, oh, I want to look good. Mm -hmm. But seeing some of these reveals and like people's reactions, Mm -hmm. it's, is so much more than just the way you look. I think it's, you you know, we have heard people say, oh my gosh, you know, like I'm just shy to even talk because Mm -hmm. I'm embarrassed of my teeth. So like, what does that do for somebody's confidence, right? Like somebody is like, if, if they are empowered or given confidence where they can speak, is that going to get them, you know, the opportunity to, let's say they're single, to meet somebody or that mm-hmm. job or, you know, like it is so amazing to kind of see people's reactions mm-hmm. and see it goes so much further than just teeth. Yeah. And I think also with DSD and like me jumping on the bandwagon <laughs> of like being a believer in it is it's not just let's just change your teeth and plop some pretty teeth on you it's well what can we do to make it because there are some cases where they think they need all their teeth mm-hmm. you know veneers on all their teeth and yeah. that's not the case like okay like when you talk about expanding the jaw or you know when mm-hmm. you get older or teeth kind of collapse there's so much more education that goes into it and and figuring it's out so a way much how to deeper do, than just yeah and teeth. how do how do you do it how do you if this is our roadmap, that smile test drive is the roadmap to where we want to get, there's many different ways of getting there and having always like the number one thing that I should always have as a as a there as your dentist, as your provider, is how can we be the most minimally invasive? Yeah. Or, you know, we don't we want to accomplish that without cutting into tooth structure. Can we do some Invisalign? You know, mm-hmm. um, what other kind of treatment would allow us to get that result? And then also really communicating with our patient because my idea of beauty and what their idea of beauty sometimes, mm-hmm. like what happened with your first set of veneers, yeah. I gave you what I thought you needed. Yeah. It wasn't what you had wanted, right? Yeah. So it's okay, girl. Yeah. I don't even think about it anymore. But now I have my pretty Are you white teeth. thinking that you want to? I want to like so the, try the DSD <laughs> veneers. This is so bad. Like I, yes, I kind of. <laughs> I want to try the DSD. So the, like the veneers I have now, I mean they're like pretty. And I don't smile because it's like the Russian in us. Everyone always comments like, "You have veneers. Like why don't you ever smile?" And I mean, people in Russia. Do you know how to smile? Do not. Yes, but it's like uncomfortable <laughs> for me. So the only time I smile is when it's natural. Oh. It's not posed and so we come from a culture mm-hmm. where like if you see a lot of European people like a, a lot of them don't really you know, smile you want to hear a fun fact what when we first moved here I remember going on a walk 
as a family, like outside. Yeah. And we're walking downtown Ephrata. And this lady walked by. I remember she smiled and said, hi. And in my eight-year-old brain, I literally thought, that lady is crazy. Oh, yeah. Like when we were younger, Russians would be like, Americans are so fake because they just smile with their teeth all the no, time. but they're just happy. They're just – yeah. So it's so funny so how that okay, is. Okay, well. But anyways, but yes, I might want to try DSD. Um, so it's out of Spain and Brazil, correct, DSD? So the founder of DSD is Christian Coachman, mm-hmm. and his family is like a family of – dentists they're in the guinness book of world records of having like the longest span of dentistry in their family and his history is he's a dentist but it was also a lab tech that Mm -hmm. traveled the world and worked on these really highly aesthetic cases and a lot of the docs yeah are from um he so he's from brazil um the natural restorations that are the lab that fabricates seven years is in brazil and then the treatment planning center it's only one of its kind in the world, it's in Spain. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing that I think I love, love, love about DSD is we are now an official um, clinic of theirs. We're the only yeah. one in Oregon, Washington. There's less than 20 certified clinics in North America. So yeah. that like includes Canada. There's 40 in the world. I think there might be 48 now, but yeah. people but are less finding than out 50 about in it. the whole world. Mm-hmm. So Um, it definitely feels special that AE, so the aesthetic experience is our clinic that we are building out. It's going to be a full DSD clinic. Yes. And, um, again, you do have to get certified to be a DSD clinic. So go through an audit process, training, um, the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, so, not everyone yeah. can just do it, mm-hmm. um, or dentist anyways. And um, we will have other services there too. So maybe let's talk about why we chose to have other things there. Yeah. So I think that I, when you start looking at the smile, for me, designing a smile was always the face. And so that that's why DSD is so amazing. But if we're going to start with the face and we're going to design the smile – there's other things that play into it. The fr- the face is the frame to the smile. And I've been doing injectables, fillers, Botox um, for about five years now, mm-hmm. over five years. And I enjoy doing the type of aesthetic work where like you can't even tell someone has it. Yeah. I like to bring back harmony. Like if somebody has a little Bell's palsy, an evenness, you know, cor- correction. Yeah. And I, it, it only elevates, um, you know, uh, that that frame. Yeah. And so that's why I think with aesthetics. Yeah. But I would like to step back, even though I have an eye for it, and I want to be part of that process. With AE, I'm gonna step back from that, and yeah. we're gonna actually we're gonna have a medical director mm-hmm. that is running that yeah. side of the so practice. So we'll have Botox, filler, hydration IV, not just like for when people are hungover, but <laughs> there are vitamin drips. I really feel like that's the new thing that people are going to mm-hmm. want to do. We live in such a like fast paced world of like Amazon, and we want instant, right? So I know like. LA, New York, it's kind of bigger there right now, but the vitamin drips, not just the hydration, but you kind of get all your vitamins. So we're going to have that. 
Um, and I mean, we'll kind of talk more about like aesthetics on a different episode, but, um, yeah, I feel like DSD is such an amazing company and mm-hmm. has a great philosophy. And I'm like on this bandwagon now with you. Yeah. So we'll I love it. Yeah, be sharing our story more. So thank you for tuning in and Cheers. Paca. Paca.